friends. Thanks for listening to Pick Your Battles. I'm Kayla. And I'm Dana. And our guest today is pretty exciting. Yeah. Monday through Friday, she is my boss. <laughs> but on weekends, she's not my boss. <laughs> she's a podcast guest. She's a podcast guest. <laughs> and so we have my amazing boss, Meg Areste, here with us talking about a topic for not children under the age of three yes finally yeah so hi meg welcome to the podcast hello i'm super honored to be here and the fact that you would still want to talk to me on the weekend is awesome (laughs) (laughs) i know there's probably not many people that would want to do that so that's great go us (laughs) thanks for wanting to talk to me on the weekend too to be fair it's all good I tell everyone that you know Dana is like forced to hang out with me but she is definitely my coolest friend and (laughs) I really like to go on work trips if she's there because the girl knows how to travel yeah thank you 100% true uh yeah I do I do know how to travel find cool things to do yeah um but this episode we're talking about applying to colleges yes something that we did not do that long ago I mean it's been a minute but not that long ago long ago Meg tell us a little bit about your family and uh and what this topic means to you I'm in the thick of it um so I have two boys I have William who is my oldest he is a senior and we are going through the college process so I'm going through it for the first time, which kind of of definitely makes me feel like a rookie at this. And then I have James who's in eighth grade. So hopefully I'm learning some tricks that by the time he does this, we'll be more prepared and feeling less frazzled. Um, And, and I have a husband and I have a fur baby, Milo. I'm basically surrounded by men. You are. It's, um, I am. I am. It's not that. It's not that horrible. They're very. They're very easy on me. I have to say. That's good. They usually need food, a ball, or even since they were little, like food, a ball, or a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much my life. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and so okay, so we're talking about Will and the whole application process. Did you do any like? preparation for this like read anything talk to people or just go for it so I think for us we were really behind the eight ball because of COVID so COVID hit when he was a freshman and then it was like all right well we don't have to think about this right now and then sophomore year came and like the school started to send a few things but you couldn't go see any schools because everything was virtual and we were just kind of like you know, we just didn't deal with it because there was a million other things going on in the world. Um, so junior year, it hit us and we were like, wow, we, we need to get in gear here. So we went to see a couple of schools, we went to see Penn State and we went to see, um, he went to see UConn, uh, UMass, which my husband and I went to, and I think we oversold it a little because he was like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, And then we, his school did like a summer workshop where they were going to go in this summer and spend a week getting like their application put together. And I kind of was like, just, you know, he, he goes to a a private school and I thought, okay, they're going to handle this. Like, cause you know, they should handle this for, for the money we give them. But (laughs) yeah. Uh, Fast forward to September and I traveled a bunch for work 
Dana and I actually had a bunch of trips in September. And so at the early October, I was like, you know, I got to, we got to get on this buddy. And he's like, I got it. My common app's done. Like, I, I know I'm, I, you know, I know where I'm applying. And I was like, okay, but I should look at the application. Like he'd really handled it up until this point on kind of on his own. And I said, uh, you know, I should probably look at these applications before you submit them. And um, both my husband and I kind of in different ways write for a living. So we're like, you know, we're proofreaders. We're here built in. But we didn't want to put a lot of pressure on him. We're like, you know, you, you'll figure this out. Every, every, We've all been through it. Everybody does it. And then I opened the computer. And we're sitting at the kitchen table having dinner. And I'm like, just bring the computer over. Let me see. And the first page of his application, name, address, you know, the easy stuff. My um, son, who is on his third girlfriend, has identified as a bisexual atheist on his college application. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with being a bisexual atheist but again he's on his third girlfriend and he goes to an all-boys catholic school so i'm like buddy what what's going on here and my my younger son is on the floor laughing like please tell mom you're a bisexual atheist right now because it would be so funny but he's like i i think i i think it'll make me look more diverse and i was like yeah but so the university that he was applying to was a Catholic college. So I was like, that's not the kind of diversity they're looking for. Right. And you can't, you can't lie. Like if you're really a bisexual atheist, but so long story short, that was my first look at the application first page. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to need to read all of these. Oh my so gosh. I, I went through them. We went through them together. I mean, he had, he had pulled together a really great list of schools to apply to all of them. He wants to do aerospace engineering and potentially um, do air force ROTC on the pilot track. So really great group of schools, but you know, the common app is the common app's a little bit of like a double-edged sword because the theory is that they do one app and they can just submit it to all the schools. Right. But every school then kind of feels like they have to ask three additional questions just because like in addition to the common app yeah. and every school's questions are different and they're short answers, but it's actually really, really hard to say something compelling in 300 words or less. Yeah. And so that took us the longest. It was like a few weeks of just going through and, and looking at those questions. And I mean, some of them were really bizarre. Like if, you know, if you had a superpower, what would it be? And my son was like, I want to go five minutes back in time. And I was like, why? And he was, because it'd be cool. It would be cool. And I'm like, that's not what they're looking for, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. Superpower. Are you going to go back five minutes? Yeah. Are you going to go back five minutes in time and cure cancer? Cause that's what they're looking for. But right. no, so it was, it was definitely a lot. It was yeah. How many schools is he applying to? So he casted a pretty wide net. So he applied to 14 schools wow. and we have 13, 13 yeses. And no, I'm sorry, 12 yeses and two pendies. Wow. That's awesome. And so while it is, and it's not, cause it's like Lots kind of, of managing options. it all Yeah, and, and trying to figure out like, you know, it's, it's, it's not cheap. The one of the first schools we went to see, we kind of did the um, see a big school, see a small school, see a city school, see a rural school, and that was some good advice from from a friend who's been through it. And 
So we went to Northeastern in Boston and we sat down and they were like beautiful, beautiful auditorium. And they put up like the slideshow about how amazing it is and all the things your kid can do. And then they put the price on a slide. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, is that for four years? Does that, does that say $82,000? Is that for one year? And half the auditorium leaves. So, yeah. <laughs> So I was kind of like, well, I mean, we've saved some money, but not that much money. I mean, it was like, that's insane. And plus, then you think about living in Boston, which is not a cheap city to live in, you know, and you add all those costs on top of it. And so lucky for us, he did not like the city environment. (laughs) We, uh, but, but a lot of the schools he applied to um, are kind of in that range. And I will say I've been very pleasantly surprised that almost all of them have offered some merit money. So I would tell people don't, don't like shy away from a school that you think like that's too out of reach because of the money, because they do, you know, they do, you just never know. Like he's a, He's a good student. You know, he has, a, I think he's like three eight, three nine GPA. Um, and he, you know, plays sports and he he's into Air Force. And, you know, if, if a particular school is looking for that mix, you know, they might offer you money. And it just, I don't know that there's any true rhyme or reason to how they, how they do it. But I will say, don't, don't not apply to a school because you think you can't afford it yeah where where like geographically i mean east coast to where like where are all of the schools that he's applied to (laughs) so his very first acceptance was the university of hawaii i should i should preface preface that with we live in boston so (laughs) it, it i cried I think I cried because like I for like three reasons I cried because oh my god he's going to college I cried because oh my god he got his first acceptance like this is really going to happen and then I cried because that's an 11 hour flight for me yeah (laughs) so luckily that's dropped to the bottom of the list um but he plays division one men's volleyball and so that's why Hawaii kind of made it onto the list um but it's it's definitely, you know, he would have had to go almost like full scholarship when you think of like flights and like all the yeah. things that would involve Hawaii. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that when I was just thinking about talking to you guys this morning was, you know, somebody said to me a long time ago, I think I might have still been nursing James, that your job as a parent is to give your kids roots, but also wings. And I think, you know, at that stage of life, that was like, a very wise man said that to me someone I respected very much I was on a board with and um and you know at that point I had little little ones and I thought oh yes he's right like you know I should let him do that swing at the playground that he's wanted to do by himself but the whole college thing is like a whole different definition of wings like the idea that you know they he's gonna go out and like fend for himself and I think Hawaii was a little too far. I'm hoping. Yeah, that's like that's like a that's a yeah, no. So we we uh I'm hoping for a two hour flight or less. That's like but we, we still have a few on there that are like Indiana and Colorado. So it could be longer. But yeah, I think it's 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 taken that like advice to another level. But I I think I also am really excited for him. I loved college. Like 
if somebody would pay me to go back and do it over again, I probably would go even, even though I would be like the grandma on campus, I would probably go. <laughs> so are you going to visit all of the schools or like, how are you managing? Cause you have to obviously pay for the, um, application mm -hmm. and then some of the schools were within a drive, but how are you guys managing seeing all of those schools? Like, before... or how do you choose which ones to visit? Yeah, before it's time to pick one. Just had this conversation this morning. So we are going to see the top five. We decided top okay. five. Um, a couple that we saw that were on the list have fallen way down on the list, which is kind of a bummer because we did go see a few. Um, but we scheduled trips this morning to go to North Carolina to see Elon and to go to Ohio to see Miami University and Oxford, Ohio. And then Fairfield and Yukon are in Connecticut, so we can drive. And they all have like admitted student days where students come and like spend the day. Um, a couple of them have it specific to engineering. So he'll meet like other engineering students. We're, we're also, he interviewed for a scholarship with the Air Force. So that could impact the decision too. Um, but, you know, looking back and, and now that we're sort of in the thick of it and I've talked to parents who... I talked to this gentleman who his son plays volleyball with him um, and he he's his son is the fourth. So he's done this three times and he's like, he gave me so much good advice, but I needed him like six months ago. But apparently, yeah. apparently admissions, they look at three touches. So if you're really interested in a school, have three touches with it, meaning interview at the school, take a tour, reach out to admissions. Um, and then that's what the schools tend to see as a highly interested candidate. Mm. So before you, you apply. If you, before, before or after you apply, but before they've made the decision is to okay. look at those three touch points. And so that tells the school, because I guess there some of the rankings, I, I forget if it's U.S. News and World Report, but one, some of the rankings um, base the rankings of the schools on what percentage of the students they offered spots to took the spots. Mm. And so I think 80% is what most schools want. 80% or more of like the students they offered to take. And so if we had one school that we thought was going to be, you know, kind of his safety school and they actually waitlisted him because they knew on paper they were his safety school. So we were so surprised because we're like, he should have gotten in all day, mm -hmm. but the school, he didn't have any touches with the school. So the school read his application. Now we could reach out, um, but they're not high up on the list. So, mm. you know, we, you know, we kind of have just dropped them off at this point, but it was interesting because we were so shocked when they waitlisted them. And then we were like, how how is this possible when you get into all these other private schools and right. and then we talked to this gentleman who was like did he visit did he have any touches with them at all and I said no and they were like then they know he's a safety he's likely not going to accept so they're going to move on to somebody who oh. interesting yeah. yeah now do you think it was good that he applied to so many schools or do you think like it would have been more beneficial if he had picked like five I think for him the wider net was good because okay. I think because a couple of the schools he got into that he thought were going to be the top of his list, he got in, but he didn't get into the specific major he wanted. Oh. Um, and then another one he got in, but for a different campus. And so I think casting a wider net 
was good for him because it, it gave him a lot of options. And, you know, if he had picked, say, four and three of them didn't give him the major or the campus he wanted, he would have been kind of stuck with like the last one. Um, I will say Tennessee Knoxville sent us the best swag bag out of everyone. Wow. I, nice. I was rooting for it. I was rooting for them because my niece lives in Nashville and so she'd have somebody close by, but yeah. they've, dro- they've dropped down a little bit on the list. I think uh, right now, Loyola, um, Elon, Fairfield, UConn, and maybe Purdue are, are probably in the lead, but everything could change based on the Air Force in application the scholarship application so we're kind of still we're still like trying to figure it out I can't wait till it's over and we just know what's happening but yeah that's um, crazy and that's like a whole a whole other bag like then you're gonna be a military family right. then he's gonna be in the military that's a whole nother like what what yeah that was not in the plan at least for mom that was not <laughs> in the plan I've come around so we you know if he does want to do the pilot thing the air force pilot track is really great so you come out a officer mm-hmm. and you make you know more money than you would make in the air force than you would working as a commercial pilot and then eventually when you retire you have a pension from the air force and then you also make more money as a commercial pilot if you have military experience but who knows i mean he might change his mind i think one of the things that i'm really comforted is that it's not you don't have to he doesn't have to commit now even if he gets the the scholarship and it's only like 300 kids who get it so it's very slim chance anyway but if he gets it it is you have two years and you don't have to give the money back or anything. So oh, that's cool. You, yeah. So there's a little bit of like a buffer, but I've done a lot of, are you sure? Are you sure this is what you want? Yeah. <laughs> but we, but I, I support him, you know, I kind of feel like we all have to figure it out. I will say when I applied to college 30 years ago, it was very different. Like it was, you just applied and you hand wrote your application and yeah like somebody somebody in a horse and buggy picked it up in front of your house no <laughs> but practice practically like I asked my mom I was like mom did you help me with my application she was like no huh, I wrote right. the check yeah you know? but nowadays it's so competitive and it's um the common app was supposed to make it simple but it, in a lot of ways it just it added additional work because every school then asks you a bunch of questions anyway we have a lot of a lot of friends who did early decision, so they, uh, they, you know, they, they applied to like one or two schools and said, if I, if you accept me, I'm, it's like a contract early decision. Yeah. Um, it's very popular with athletes, but I have a, a, a couple of friends whose, whose kids just knew like this, they visited a school. This is where my heart is and they have the major I want and, and did that. And I'm very jealous because they're done and they kind of know what they're doing. And, right. Um, but it, it will, I keep telling myself it will all work out. Like, yeah, of course, you know, I applied to like three, three and no four and two of them were community college by my house. So it was so like Grand Valley, Grand Valley and... Western, oh, yeah. and then two community colleges. Okay. Cause I always knew I wanted to go to Grand Valley. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I applied to six. Okay. The farthest one was, um, Arizona state. Then. University University of Chicago. Mm, LOL. That was not a thing. Um, there's no they would laugh at that application. Um <laughs> Loyola University Chicago. Okay. Um Grand Valley, Michigan State, Western, and Oakland University. Okay. Oakland and Michigan State, my parents 
my dad very much wanted me to apply to. I had really no desire to go to either. Uh, Michigan State had a really good like film and journalism school and I had no desire. Um, and I actually never wanted to go to Grand Valley. It's funny because I went three times. Speaking of like the three touch points, I had three visits there, mm. both all of which I was like, or two of them, I was like, this is like so stupid. Like, uh. it's so small. It's not a small school, by the way. Yeah. Um, I was like, there's no palm trees. It's too close to home. Like, I'm so much better than this. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then they were like, oh, by the way, like you can play soccer here. And oh, by the way, we have a great film program. And then like, finally, I was like, I'm going to go. And so whatever. And then I had like committed for soccer. And then I was like, oh, by the way, I actually don't want to play soccer here. I'm going to be on the rowing team. Never had done that before. Uh So like, it's just so fascinating because my heart, like I went to tour Arizona State when I was a sophomore and I was like, this is it. Yeah. Like, I love it here. Blah, 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 blah. Like they had uh, the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and they had the soccer team that I like was like dying to play on. And then my mom was like, at the time, I was like, you hate to fly. <laughs> Fuck, like you're going to go to Arizona. <laughs> yeah. like, what? Then I was like, okay, fine. And then I toured Loyola, Chicago. And I was like, ah, city slicker. Like the dorm like looks over Lake Michigan and like the city. I was That's like, cool. yes. And then similar to what Meg said earlier, the price tag. And my parents were like, um Aka, excuse me yeah. like what and I actually did get um like a academic scholarship and still it was stupid expensive yeah. and so then I just ended up at Grand Valley but like all for the best right. you know yeah but I think it's only gonna get crazier for our for our littles yeah that, but maybe there's like I don't know I feel like there's definitely a push too and I don't know if like on the east coast you guys see this but there's definitely like a big push for like trades and like plumbing and electrician yeah. and heating and cooling because it's like that's never going to go away. Right. And those are like great skills that like, yeah, can pay, you know, you don't have to go to college. Some people are just like not built for that. And like, that's okay. Yes, it's yeah. true. My nephew is actually going to be an uh, electrician and he, him and Will are, are close and he likes to tell Will like, and you have all those loans, buddy. I, you can sleep on my couch. It is a lot. It is a lot. But do you um, have any like last advice for parents that are about to enter this crazy world of college apps? I, I, I'm no expert, but I would say, I would say like sort of take the pressure off all of you, right? Like there's, there's a lot of pressure around the testing and the, you know, like, ivies and the public ivies and the but at the end of the day there's there's so many schools there's so many great schools and you're you'll land where you're supposed to land and if you don't you you'll transfer it's not it's not it's a big deal but it it should be it should be mostly fun yeah i told them that like you know if I, if, if you just see me like in, in the bushes outside your class, just ignore me. I'm just, I'm just checking in. It's yeah. not weird. <laughs> Maybe we're in camo. It's fine. <laughs> I have a lot, I have a lot of friends who on the East coast. I don't know if you guys have this in the Midwest, but a lot of community colleges are offering in-state students like free tuition. And so I have several friends who's, who are crazy savvy and their kids are crazy smart because they're going to go do their gen eds for a couple of years at community yeah. college. And then they're going to take the time, especially 
especially coming out of COVID, they didn't, they didn't have a lot of time to think about all this. And so they're going to take the time to think about where they want to go. So there's, there's so many different ways it can look. And and I don't think any one path is, is, you know, the right is right for one person might not be right for another. It's a lot of the same stuff you guys talk about, like nursing works for some moms, some moms, it doesn't, and doesn't make it right or wrong. And I think the college path, you know, some, I have friends who hired people to literally like do it all for their kid. And that was, you know, that's another path and um, expensive one, but nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with it. But I think this is going to need a part two, uh, (laughs) probably in six months with a bottle of wine and me in tears, but it will, uh, hopefully it will all be okay. And also keep in mind that like, I will be hearing about this every day probably until September yeah. so seriously you'll be you'll so. be ready to put me up on a plane to college by then <laughs> <laughs> no it's gonna be uh, gonna knock at my door and she's just gonna be at my front door like yeah. I just need to see Wyatt oh yeah oh it's true actually it's true true you're um, I might I might need to book some Wyatt snuggle time in September this sounds like a good plan yeah Uh, well you guys are rock stars you're amazing I wish that you existed when I first had my babies because (laughs) there was just you just you're awesome and you put out such good information and you're not judgmental and I just think that's everything a new mom needs um but it 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 gets fun it gets more fun as they get older you can do more with them but it, it also it's it's all great and it's all hard because it's yeah. just different hard at different stages. Right. For sure. So this is going to be the the letting go part that's going to be hard, but also the fun of let it getting to see him experience something that you know we we got to do and we love. So yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Well, Very thank cool. you so much for taking time on your Sunday to to be here with us. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. Well, you good, guys good. have a good rest of your day. You Thanks. Too. I talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, she's on vacation, so I won't be talking to her tomorrow. Oh, I can't imagine when our babies are old enough that we're going through that. It I seems know. like a lifetime away. Yeah. But I'm sure it'll be here in a blink of an eye. Well, we'll be on, what, season 40? <laughs> Listen, if we're still going, we better be making money. I know. Point. Can you imagine? No kidding. Oh, man. That's funny. Um, I don't know about you, but Stephanie is always like, I can't wait for Grayson and Wyatt to go to Grand Valley together. Oh, my gosh. No, I have not. I don't even think about that i'm like do i want him to go to grand valley do i want him to like i don't know i loved grand valley maybe you know i don't know what it'll be like in 17 years but yeah that's true interesting interesting thought but all right well good luck everybody best of luck (laughs) and just remember that it's okay to pick your battles and it's okay if you pick the wrong one (laughs) 